0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.
1: <laughs> Did you hear that, my friends? Oh, if not, maybe you'll hear this. Oh, It's Friday. And uh, Friday today is the start of Alberta Beer Week, a province-wide celebration of Alberta's rich beer culture. Did you know that Alberta now has more than 120 breweries. That's amazing. Earlier this year, Alberta Brewers took home 17 Canadian Canadian Brewing Awards. And later this month, Alberta will host the international brewing community at the 2019 Masters Brewing Conference in Calgary. It's a growing industry. Alberta is a huge part of it. And we're going to talk about it for uh, the next 20 minutes or so with Wayne Sheridan, who is the co-founder of Situation Brewing. Hey, Wayne. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining me. And Don McDonald, the director of sales with Brewster's Brewing Company. How's hey. it going? How you doing? I'm really, really good. Okay, can I just say we cracked
2: this beer? Right. Uh, so it's the is, 2019 Unity Brew.
1: Yeah, and I can smell you talked about the fruitiness of it, and I can smell that just. Yeah, from, from the, the hops. You yeah. can smell
2: the pineapple, a mango, a little bit of citrus in it. So it's a it's a hazy New England style pale ale. 5.5%, nice and easy to drink. And it was brewed by, well, we, call, we do this thing called Unity Brew once yeah. a year where all the brewers in the province come to a brewery and they came to our brewery in Calgary this year. Over 200 people. And basically, it's two guys make beer and 198 <laughs> drink beer and watch them. That's sort of how it goes. Because I was
1: going to ask, how do you all, if you all come together like that and you call it unity, how how does the input
2: work?
0: Yeah, well, there's there's the actual like Don said, there's the actual work of brewing, and then there's the celebration of the brewing process.
2: Yeah, it starts with a committee. There's a committee of uh, breweries of about ten of us, I guess, get together. We uh, we decide uh, on a series of styles. We put it out to the membership, say, what style do you want to make. These sort of New Mm England-style beers, the hazier IPAs and pale ales, are really on trend, and that's what we decided to make right now.
1: And and hazy is because it's not clear?
2: Yes, and it's hazy from hot proteins, not from yeast.
1: Okay. Oh, see, and I told you this beforehand. Um, I'm not a a huge beer drinker, and the beer that I do drink tends to be fairly um, boring. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and you're yellow. both nodding,
1: I told you. Like, <laughs> I'll drink a Coors Light or a whatever. Um, craft beer, for me, is something that I haven't ventured into. It might be kind of my last bastion when it comes to um, the things that I have tried or not tried. I, I'm really enjoying bourbons now and different tequilas, more, you know, spirits. But when it comes to craft
0: uh brews uh beer is there something for everybody yeah there really is something for everybody i haven't met anybody yet that if they like beer there is a craft beer for them Mm -hmm. uh and kind of the way we look at it is that if you like what you're drinking then you know you're doing it right that's Ah, the only requirement drink
1: it how you like it um okay so uh alberta beer week what is this all about is it just a celebration of all the great things in the industry
0: yeah, all the the great people in the industry and what makes that possible. So everything from maltsters to retailers to brewers uh, to farmers. It's a really celebration of everything beer made here in Alberta.
1: What is it about Alberta that um, the brewers are doing so well here? Over 120 breweries. Why Alberta?
2: Well, we grow the best malt barley in the world. So that's got to be the biggest stepping stone. That's sort of the backbone of all beer. I mean, there's large brewers from around the world who specifically want Alberta barley for their beers. So, starting right from the farmers who grow that excellent malt barley to the maltsters, we have a couple of large ones in Rar in Canada malting and a couple of uh, you know great micro maltsters in Origin mm-hmm. and Red Shed who who turn the malt into uh, phenomenal products for making beer, and then. There's just a passion for beer in our province. There always has been.
1: Brewster's is the second oldest brewery in the province? We are.
2: Behind Big Rock in 86, we opened in 89, and we've uh, got locations in Calgary, Airdrie, and Edmonton now.
1: So tell me what what it's been like um, 30, 80, 30 years now, um, watching the change. What has that been like?
2: Well, it's, it's always been fun for us to watch because... You know, everybody says, oh, craft beer's cool. And we like, it's always been cool. <laughs> you know, you just, just everybody didn't catch on to it until recently. Um, it's It's been great because, as we always say, a rising tide raises all boats. And the more of us there are in there making phenomenal beers and, and really doing some interesting things and opening up great tap rooms around the province that give people an opportunity to meet the people who make the beer and, and get to taste it right at the source has been
0: awesome.
1: Wayne, tell us about Situation Brewing. This opened up four years ago? Yep,
0: going on four years. I... Th- Don's one of the oldest, we're probably the oldest new brewery okay. in Atlanta. so three and a half years yeah. actually puts us as kind of old in terms of the new breweries, and uh, we're just off of White Ave, so kind of our m- mission really is to expose people that are already drinking any type of beer to really the process and the people behind the product. So, so how do you do that? Oh, well, you we do that by being where we are, which mm. is where people are <laughs> already drinking the beer, and then we do it further by offering brewery tours beer samplings, education. Uh, in fact, on Tuesday, we're doing uh, beer with the brewery night. So it's it's open to the public. We're going to do some staff training at the same time and really just have people come in and learn about what goes into making that great product.
1: Yeah, and it. how long does the process take? Like, So to make the 2019 Unity
2: brew... So it sort of depends on the style of beer. This one in particular, we brewed on Monday, September 9th uh, at our brewery, and it went into packaged into cans on September 30th. So beers okay. take anywhere from three to four weeks to months to years. I mean, our barley wine, for instance, our Blue Monk, takes us a full year start to finish before really? it's ready to go out.
1: So um, recently, I was able to tour. We were out in uh, Victoria and Tofino, just out on, on, on the coast, and we went to a couple of different distillers out there. We went to the... Uh, the Victoria Distilleries, is what it's called. They make that great gin, and then we went to Tofino uh, Distillery. People who have not gone on a tour um, you're really missing out. It is really fascinating. And, I, you know, it could be making beer or making gin. I don't care what it is. But it's fascinating to see how it all comes together. Mm-hmm. It is like this amazing chemistry project in the back room.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's really what engages people, I think, more than just with the product of really seeing what goes into making that and how it's made and the people that are making it. Well, yeah, hearing the story and the passion behind each of the products is is always really cool.
2: And and interesting, like it's not just going in and looking at a bunch of shiny tanks. Yeah. You're actually hearing <laughs> the people who put their heart and soul every day into making whatever product it is that you're enjoying there.
1: So when when you're developing, you know, I look at so the the Brewster's Brewers dozen is in front of me. There's the Farmer Tan Belgium White. There's a Porter. There's a Raspberry Ale. There's the Brewster's Blonde. How how do you as Brewers come up with the different flavors. It's just like when I'm thinking sitting around going, I'm gonna try this and it's a crapshoot.
0: It's kind of it's is. a little bit of that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's really no sophisticated at least not for us. Uh, we basically brew what we like to drink and what we think other people might might enjoy. And it's mm. the same for us and, and just like Wayne, because we have the immediacy of customers
2: coming in like literally the day the beer's ready we put it on top. yeah and you hear from the first pint whether they like it or they don't like it, <laughs> when and, it? and you just gauge your next beers based on what your customers are, are really digging or trends like this hazy new england style trend that this is this is lovely That is new yeah
1: this is lovely and i i said earlier i didn't like craft beer but i like this one
2: <laughs> well that's kind of the interesting style about the new englands and about what they do is it has taken people who typically drink lighter beers or maybe aren't quite into beer, and they taste it, and they're like, hmm, because there's no juice in there. It's all from hops, but it tastes like there's juice.
1: It, it, it does. It, um, is it kind of pineapple mango-ish? All the tropical a little fruits. Bit? Yeah. yeah.
2: All the tropical fruits. And in
1: very beer. smell on the nose. It's like that as well. So here's a question for you. Is beer tasting like tasting... A spirit or wine tasting so you crack it open you get that uh, immediate smell as soon as you if you were to walk in here right now into the studio you're going to smell this is is beer tasting like wine tasting
0: yeah the main difference is we just don't spit it out after we're done <laughs> <tasting
2: it. laughs>
0: that's one thing yeah, yeah, yeah it's it about really all like the senses it's it's yeah.
2: aroma it's taste it's uh, everything that's going on in it
1: are there And I know, actually, this is, I I know the answer to this. Different beers use different glasses for that reason, don't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, it really sets up the style for uh, visual appreciation, the right kind of nosing, and also the right uh, presentation to your palate. I always loved when I was in Belgium, um, and the Belgium
1: beers and those big, Goblets. Th- that was spectacular.
0: Yeah, we serve
2: our Bluebunk barley wine in a big like chalice, like Game of Thrones style.
1: So <laughs> this one, the 2019 Unity Brew, that has been uh, that has been brewed in um, in support and in celebration of uh, Alberta Beer Week. Um, it, it, this is a lighter beer, right? You yeah, would it's, say this it's a, five
2: and a half percent, so it's uh, it's definitely lighter and absolutely in body and flavor. I was
1: going to say yeah. Wayne's
2: actually tasting it for the first time. I'd be curious yeah, to hear is, what you think. Do you this like is, it? This, I love it a lot. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so when you look at the different beers and different, like if I remember correctly, a porter is probably bigger and heavier and isn't it like a a darker,
2: almost like looks like Guinnessy? Yeah, porters are dark for sure. Um, the misconception of dark beers, uh, being always heavy is, is not at all because basically what makes a dark beer dark is the roasted malts. And when you roast a malt, it's very similar to caramelizing sugar. The longer you leave the sugar caramelizing, the darker it gets. Doesn't necessarily change the sugar, but it maybe brings out some of the darker, bitter, roasty notes. And same thing with barley: the longer you roast it, the more complex the barley becomes. So if you try, like, I'm going to leave this for you, and you try our coconut porter because you really should, <laughs> you'll realize it's a very light-bodied, easy-drinking okay. porter.
1: Okay, um, but again, that's interesting though because it, you know someone might you know look at it and go, "Oh no, that's going to be that's going to be like." You know, chug in a chocolate milk or something like that. Yeah. It's going to be too thick.
0: Visually, it looks much different than maybe yeah. some of the, the macro loggers. But uh, like Don said, it's not darker doesn't necessarily mean heavier it's just a different flavor
1: when it comes to beer what's your what's your favorite what are you drinking these oh, days Wayne that's I'm like asking me to pick I know. my favorite I, <laughs> I know your favorite right? child I mean
0: usually people say but you really do have a favorite one don't you and I say <laughs> well okay yeah maybe for the beer um I'm I'm a real fan of our page turner IPA um it's also hoppy as well and it's the one that we've been brewing maybe the longest and the most of so I'm a real fan of that one
1: the hoppy ones can be a
2: little bitter they, they can be, but just like you were talking about finding the complexities in spirits and wine, the same thing exists in hops. And once people get past the mindset that hops are just bitter, mm. they'll realize there's so many flavors in hops. They can be piney, they can be fruity, they can be like super citrusy. They can be sort of almost marijuana-like in yeah. the qua- in the qualities. Like it's it's all over the boards in what hops can be, and I don't even want to count how many varieties of hops there might be. Oh, yeah. Like there's so many that, that can be done in different
0: combinations. Yeah. Mm. One of the biggest differences is when, not just what variety of hop, but also when they get added the addition, in the brewing yeah. process. One of the last steps in crafting beer or in brewing beer is to boil the, the batch of beer, boil the wort. And when the hops go into that boil is very important. So putting them in at the beginning of the, yeah. the hour-long boil, they'll really just contribute a bitter flavor, which is necessary for all beers, but the ones that are really going to contribute the flavor and aroma, those are the ones that we put at, at the end.
1: Interesting. Okay, so when you see, okay, we need to take a break here, okay. but I'm going to just, I'm going to put when you see someone, and I'll ask you this, and you, you can give me your answer on the way back, when you see someone drink, like, beer and Clamato, d- does your mind just go, ah! Uh, we'll talk <laughs> more with Wayne Sheridan from uh, Situation Brewing and Don McDonald from Brewster's Brewing Company. If you have a question, text it in at 630-630. We'll continue. A uh, celebration of the kickoff of Alberta Beer Week right after this in from Situation Brewing and Don McDonald from Brewster's Brewing Company. Joining me in studio this afternoon as we celebrate the kickoff to Alberta Beer Week it gets under way today. If you check out Alberta Beer Week, the website, there's tons of events that you can take part in over the next uh, week. So check that out, Alberta Beer Week. I'd asked you going into, into the break about, um, it's kind of maybe asking if you're a little bit beer snobby. <laughs> if you see someone, you know, just, you know, maybe cracking a, a kokanee or just having like a Coors Light and clam, do you go, ah, oh, Oh, what are you doing
0: no no not at all like if they're enjoying it yeah. i think it's great doesn't uh, offend me in any way i would ask them if they're adding clamato <laughs> juice to it like what flavor are they really wanting like what do yeah. they what do they need more in their their macro lager that might be too boring for them
1: well and that's interesting because during this break we were talking about you know thinking a little bit more about the flavors instead of maybe just having a, a beer to quench
2: your thirst yeah absolutely there's like beer could be a very complex beverage and Actually, honestly, out of all the beverages that are, that are brewed or distilled, beer is probably the most complicated of the beverages to make. So if people were thinking when they're sipping, not that, oh, that beer's bitter or, oh, it's dark, thinking more about what am I tasting in here? Am I tasting roasted malts that taste like coffee? Am I tasting, you know, hops that taste like grapefruit? Like mm-hmm. we have, we make a, our Honest Paul IPA, um, has an aroma and taste almost like a fresh squeezed grapefruit and it's all from the hops. But people would see the word IPA and go, oh, that's going to be bitter, and it's not.
1: Are are more men still into into craft beers? You see more women getting into there, or is it kind of like a 50-50, or is it...
0: Like in, in our in our restaurant, like I see it as pretty much 50-50. Yeah. yeah, it's really mixed, which I was a little bit surprised at, but it's, yeah, it's really mixed.
1: So what's Edmonton drinking at, at your place?
0: Oh, Edmonton, well, we make, we try to make the beer that's for Edmonton. We brought in our afternooner tea saison, <laughs> the sample, which when we first started, is was actually reluctant. I thought maybe we should just brew half a batch of it because yeah. maybe it's too weird for Edmontonians. It's a, it's a... French Saison and we brew it with tea in this case black tea and then we add uh, we add some fruit which is not hops and in this case it's with pink guava uh, Guava and tea Guava and tea and French Saison which, it, when you taste it, which we're about to do now, you're going to see why we keep brewing it and why it turns out that not only is it not too weird for Edmonton, it's actually one of our best sellers.
1: <laughs> All right. And on your end, Don, what are our people still, What's Ed, what are Edmontonians uh, buying at uh, Brewster's? Well,
0: it's
2: interesting because we still have, like, our River City Raspberry Ale that we've been brewing since 97, I guess it is. It's still the beer that people love when they come to Brewsters. It's the number one, but it's been interesting to watch the change. and Honest Paul IPA has become something that's really starting to catch on with our uh, with our customers.
1: Awesome! That is awesome, right? Guava mm-hmm. and tea beer, yeah. you guys. It has the the flavor on the back of the tongue. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah,
0: it's got some. It's wonderful. From the tea
1: it's beautiful.
2: Sets up nicely with the Belgian uh, yeast or the French uh, yeast. Well, uh, that just shows off again how great a Canvas beer is
1: amazing. Beer is a
2: canvas for all sorts of flavors. Uh,
1: Wayne Sheridan from Situation Brewing, Don McDonald from Brewster's. Uh, Enjoy beer week and thank you for celebrating and kicking it off with us today on 630 Ched. Thank
0: you for having us. Thanks a lot.